Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so excited today to be talking about the wonderful film Cinema Sabaya, which is Israel's official submission for the International Film at the 95th Academy Awards this coming season. We are joined today by writer and director Orit Fuchs-Rotem, along with actors Joanna Saeed and Dana Ivgi. And Orit, I wanted to start with, with talking a little bit about the, the genesis of this film for you, because you had been teaching filmmaking workshops to groups of women. Um, and so when you were writing the script in terms of coming up with the individual characters, but also what it looks like to have this group of women in this space sharing their lives from outside with one another, I was interested in how that informed a lot of the details in the script for you as you started writing it. Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, the the film is based on my my own experience uh, as an as an instructor in those kind of groups. And uh, during the the groups that uh, I did, I I um, added like I wrote uh, um, stories of women that I met and uh, that influenced me and that touched. It touches me and uh, I just um, uh, collected like small details that I liked and uh, of course I changed it a lot after that uh, when I wrote it so it, there's no woman that can recognize herself inside the film but but many themes and uh, ideas came to me from from those uh, workshops that I did um I think that the small details are the the most uh, important that that I got from this uh, workshop. That's wonderful. And and Dana, it, it sounds like or it was very collaborative with all of the characters in allowing each of you to bring your own ideas and interpretations from what she had written. Um, and so what did that development of character look like for you in looking at what she had written on the page, but also details that you wanted to bring into her when you were shaping her? Well, um, a lot of people actually, uh, when they watch the film, they sometimes they think it's a documentary, actually 50% of the people. And so the first question that we always get is what's improvised and what's real and what's, so we always say like it's, um, the script was kind of the skeleton that this whole thing was built upon. And it's like the script is always there. Like a lot, a lot of it was, but we could always add, and it was very important for Olit to give us the freedom to react. I think that was the most important thing that we're not acting at all. We're not thinking about, uh, I don't know, uh, things we want to do in the character or stuff like that. It's more important that we react to what's really happening. And uh, there was a lot of things that uh, she did for us to have this kind of uh, genuine reactions. Like uh, we always watched the exercise for the first time when we were filming. So all the responses to, we, we never, we didn't see them before. We didn't know what they're going to be. And we really reacted and there were, there was always really a conversation and we had like 20 minute long takes sometimes. And uh, at some point, I, I think that we also felt it's a documentary because there were two cameras and they were far away from us and we could really focus on really what's happening and on our kind of group. And uh, so, yeah, so there, there's a lot of things that came in through, through that process, you know, that weren't planned or that uh, weren't scripted. 
That's amazing. And, you know, with that being said, Joanna, what, what were some of the spaces from what Dana was describing about really being able to bring your own input into the character, really having this very naturalistic feel in the way that you filmed it that really helped you in finding your character as well? So at the beginning, um, there were actually another character that had a very few lines um, when I met Reed. And uh, when we started to talk and she understood that I, ha I had an interesting life and an interesting um, story that I'd like to give to the character. So she decided to fuse two into one and we actually gave her a special uh, backstory and always uh, talked about how can we give hints from her backstory without actually uh, feeding uh, the audience with a spoon, like, oh, this is the message. But to always keep just like in reality, um, no one wants to reveal everything, but we don't want to expose our feelings, our struggles, what we're going through. Um, so we knew that there were points like the, the point uh, of the clash, I would call it. Um, we knew there would be something, we just didn't know how it's gonna go, um, how it's gonna develop. Like Dana said, there were points where we knew we, we, we would have to start with certain text and to see from there where it can go. Um, so we had a few takes that wouldn't take me <laughs> there <laughs> until I also had this freedom to collaborate with um, the actress in front of me, which was Leor Levy. Um, and to bring this into something real. So I would tell her like, okay, don't be scared. Just push me to the edge. Let me react to you in an honest way. Don't expect me to just come up with my part. Um, and she held some surprise from me because I didn't know what she was gonna do. <laughs> um, no spoiler, but uh, I didn't know, I wasn't supposed to push her to fall. She wasn't supposed to fall. Um, that was her idea, apparently. Um, so she pushed herself and I freaked out because I thought I, I'd hurt her. Um, and so we had this all the time, like these surprises from here and there uh, in each scene. Uh, like uh, Dana said, also the videos, we, we all the reactions of us as a group sitting around were genuine. And I always just didn't know if that was a part of the actress life or the character. So also I was in real shock, in real emotion, in real real life uh, workshop for me. Um, but we did have uh, this bird that was already coming on to the circle telling people in their ears, something here, something there. Um, so it, it was it was really nice. It always felt real and, and surprising. Um, and we had a lot of freedom to be ourselves in character, but bring something that is close to us as long as it doesn't uh, go beyond the limits of the character and, and who she is. 
That's amazing. And, you know, I love I love what was being brought up about the film being captured with two cameras and how that allowed for a lot of coverage, especially with a group of so many characters in the room. And, and in directing the film, Marit, um, w- did you have the idea very early on that it was necessary to use two cameras? Because this was also an incredibly fast shoot of only about 12 days for you. So how did that help you in making sure that you had so many connected character moments and, and close-ups on everybody as you were shooting without having to to do as many takes. Yes, so uh, we did understood very fast, me and the cinematographer, that we need to uh, shoot this film with two cameras because first of all, I, I wanted this authenticity, uh, not having to, to do the same take like uh, over and over. So I needed to know that I have uh, what to work with, what, how to edit it. And uh, also because we had only 12 days, we had to shoot fast and not to uh, worry so much about uh, if, if we got it, if we covered it. And uh, uh, yeah, and also, but we, but we also understood that things that are um, uh, off screen, it's also fine because it's, it helped actually the, the feeling of this naturalism that we were looking. So uh, sometimes we didn't catch everything and it was just fine for us. It was also more than two cameras, actually. It was also my camera yeah, and we had three the other characters and we had more. Like we sometimes uh, when we when they shot the scene, so they really shot, you know, in this uh, scene where they're playing kind of this role playing. Yeah. So they're really filming it. And I think uh, you used it, right? Some yeah, of, of it. course. Yeah. 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 So sometimes, yeah, sometimes it was like one, two, Three, four, five cameras at the time. Yeah. So also our editor is a really amazing editor and she does a lot of documentaries as well. So I think that she got all this material and kind of treated it as well like a documentary while she was editing because it was only 12 days, but there was like a bunch of, like a lot of uh, materials to work with. And, and Joanna and Dana, the the journeys that your characters go on with themselves, it's it's very delicate and very nuanced in terms of the journey that they're going on from getting to know the other women in the group, feeling more comfortable opening up about more of their own lives. Um, and so how did, you know, having a very fast shoot, but filming in chronological order because of the film taking place in one singular location for you really help in in finding the little changes and the little evolutions that you wanted to create in your performances for both of you? Um, yeah, I, I would start to say that it was interesting because Arit, um kind of didn't let us go on our own uh, ventures as a cast. So we weren't... Um, uh, going after the shootings to sit with each other or get to know each other. So even our relationships on set uh, were growing organically through the chronological meetings that we were having as if having an actual workshop. Um, and some of the tensions and some some of the closeness that you see, that was real and it really helped. Uh, for my character, I felt <clears throat> I was going through... Um, some resistance myself um, at the time going through something personal that I wasn't um, ready to reveal and talk about and then having to grow with this character day by day 
and to see her uh, relationships with people around her and to see like coming onto that scene where there's this exposure and I had to to also um, have a process and it was a lot of real moments of depression um, real moments of resistance just not wanting to be surrounded by people and, and not want because I was going through something myself and it felt so real to me that that moment when it happened um, I remember running away from set because I just I didn't want because I didn't want to believe that we're that we're filming right now like I'm going through something real and after the cut everyone is going to their laughing mode and I'm no, I'm still in there. Like something real is gonna come. And um, I remember Reed coming to me and saying, um, after I told her everything, because at that point we were very, um, we had a very personal relationship off set as well. Um, and she told me something that I always, it always touches me because I, I never expected it to be um, like that. Um, on set but she said okay we have to see and it's very difficult if it's difficult for you to do today we can postpone it to next week if you feel that it's not right for you we can cancel it you are much more important than this film and I know at that moment that what I was going through um, was not only respected but taken very seriously and I'm not just there to portray a situation, but I'm being myself as authentic as can be. And that gave me the freedom to just get it all out. And I know from the other act actresses that <clears throat> afterwards they told me that where it came out and, and like told them, okay guys, we have a very difficult scene coming. So I need you to respect and kind of uh, remain in that um status of something is happening in the group and it's deep and it and, um and yeah it was a very very long process for me but at that moment I I felt like I'm in a real therapeutic uh group or workshop and I I kind of used it. I used the filming for, for my own process and it really helped me um, to get there. And after that scene, I think everything changed for me. Also my relationships with everyone. It's just, I'm like, okay, that part of me is done. You guys know me now. <laughs> we can go forward. And, and yeah, it, it, I think these relationships between us have remained and only grew over the three years since the filming of the movie because of this base that we had together on set. That's amazing. And for you, Dana? First of all, for me, I think for every actor probably, filming, filming in chronological order is like everyone's dream, right? Because you don't have to like go back and forward in your head and say, oh, I did that. And now I'm feeling that you just you just know because you already did it and you're there. So for me, it was um, the easiest and funnest 
to because you know I have a real environment of something that's really happening. The camera is not too, too close to me, so I'm not so self-conscious. I'm not it was the like ideal uh, I think setting for me to really forget that we're making a movie and just really focus and also I had a camera in my hand, so I was also focused on uh, you know my character at some point she's thinking of maybe making a documentary out of all this and I'm thinking of oh this is I don't want to miss this shot and wait and I'm and And I, I was really free to really just be there and listen, which for me is the most interesting thing. Uh, the more like I can forget that I'm acting and, and there's interesting things going on and the character, because also my character is really there to listen. She's there to bring out things from the other characters. She's not really exposed and you don't really know a lot about her. Uh, me and Orit, we know, <laughs> we, we know a lot about her, but we decided not to expose it because we felt that it was just more real that way. The teacher or the moderator is, a, you know, it's like you're talking to us now. We don't know so much about you. You're here to kind of bring stuff out of us. So we really liked it that way. And every time we would shoot a scene that would be personal to Rona's world, we felt like, We don't believe it. It feels like, oh, and here's the part of the story where this character is, is being exposed. And it felt uh, fake to us because everything was so, so, so real. We didn't want to break it. And we even felt eventually it was more interesting that way. And so the whole, uh, the whole thing, I think it just helped it be the realest that it can be. And to the point where people actually think that it's a documentary. And I think all those elements really helped what Joanna is talking about and what, and the chronological order and the two cameras and oh, its way of working that she just, I think she's kind of allergic to things that are uh, not 100% real. So she would always uh, bring us to, to the more... Uh, to our most real places. And I think for every actress in this film, there are parts that are real, like the, the one that's uh, like uh, living on a boat. And uh, so it's really her boat that we see in the film. And there's a lot of real elements that we're not saying, uh, we're not um, giving them all away because just, you know, we don't know who really wants to expose their life and who doesn't, but, There's a lot of real stuff going on there. Yeah, no, I, I love all of those details that you're saying is, is what makes it such a, a beautiful and gentle film. And, and, and with that, with the directing, Arit, I love the scenes where we get to see the footage of, of what each of these characters have filmed from their worlds outside, from their home lives, from their relationships, from the way that they see things. Um, and so how did you come up with as you were writing these characters, what do I think they would film? What would they want to share? And then even when you were directing those scenes, just the idea of how am I going to film it? Because as you know, from teaching workshops, the first time you place a camera in someone's hand, the lighting isn't perfect. The zooms are very fast because they haven't figured out, you know, how to, how to do it very gently yet. Um, and I loved the realism of that. And so how did you come up with what you wanted each character to show and then how you wanted them to in turn film it because it's different styles and, and shots and angles for each of them. Um, so it's different from, uh, 
in every case, but uh, sometimes I just ask them. Uh, for instance, uh, Julia Tagil, who plays uh, uh, Yelena. So she really shot uh, in her mother's house with her daughters because she lived there in, at the time. So this part is real. Uh, but also uh, in Etty's world, uh, the, it's, uh, she shot an extra, uh, an actor, and it's not her place. Uh, but uh, when I thought about this character and her relationship with her husband, um, me and the cinematographer thought what would be interesting to show. And we thought at the beginning, I thought maybe just sits, he sits quietly, he's depressed, but... And then we thought, no, we need something in movement, but also night. So we thought about the car and uh, he's washing the car. So, but uh, the actor herself, or it's well, she shot, she shot it uh, because I wanted the, the true feeling of this uh, amateur uh, sh uh, shooting and also that she feel it's hers. Uh, so even though it's not her life, she, she was the one with the camera. Uh, and that helped her uh, connect to the footage that she showed and also um, gave this feeling that my cin cinematographer couldn't do, even if he tried to do it really bad. Something that you can do. I also love the, the scene where they're all in the workshop and they're filming, in essence, their version of a music video with one of the women who is singing. And, you know, you have the very raw element of we're using a shopping trolley to instead, you know, instead of a dolly to very slowly zoom in. And, you know, we see everybody standing at the side, ready to turn the fans on and ready to throw confetti in. Um, and so just wanted to ask a little bit about some of the elements that went into filming that, because that in essence is a crew filming an imaginary crew within the story of a film. So there's actually a lot at play in how that comes together on screen. Uh, yeah, the, the shopping cart is something that I know from my uh, student life we, we do, when we didn't have the money for a decent dolly. And I thought it's nice uh, to have, like it's uh, it's something that you can relate fast and it's uh, funny. And uh, and uh, about the video clip, I just, um, I, I looked for a song for a long time, which song I would choose and uh, I wanted something with dreams and that it will be a hit. And then I found this song uh, through a friend, uh, which is Arab, and he told me about this uh, this old song in, a, in an Egyptian film. And we did a cover to it. And uh, yeah, the, the first thing that came to my mind was this, um, uh, the air in, the, in her hair and the dolly, like it's the classic, uh, classic and uh, obvious things to do, but uh, uh, you can see in the film that they're really playing with it. And it's really, it was a very funny moment also in the shooting for all of us. Uh, and it's the magic of cinema, you know, this, uh, this hair and this uh, uh, movement. And also Amal Murkus, which is amazing. Uh, I did a really amazing cover to this uh, song, which is, is originally sang by a man and very differently. I love it. Well, it, it's such a beautiful film and I, I love the way that you've all told this story. And I think the fact that people think it's a documentary is, is such a huge compliment to both the filmmaking and to your performances. Mm -hmm. So really appreciate the three of you talking about this. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you.